Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we act and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran Sagi, Quran Journaling and Tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. So today we will be discussing the last parable, uh, that is the story of Dulkanain. Uh, this story is about the fitnah of power, uh, and this story will wrap up the surah. Mirta will be explaining the points uh, in details, inshallah. Take it away, Mirta. Assalamualaikum. Thank you, Farah. Okay, the fourth story that Allah Almighty mentions in Surah Al-Kaf is the story of the great king during the 6th century BC named Zulkarnain, who travelled all across the world to help the people who were in need and spread good wherever he went. So Allah gave him a very vast kingdom and he ruled his kingdom very well. People loved him and obeyed him. Zulkarnain is a king that hated injustice. He was a just ruler and treated everyone fairly. In his journey to the west, he found some people and Allah gave him the option to treat them badly or be kind. The king responded, Whoever does wrong will be punished by us, then will be returned to their lord, who will punish them with horrible torment. As for those who believe and do good, they will have the finest rewards in Jannah, and we will assign them easy commands. Then in his journey to the east, he found the sun rising on people who had no shelter from it. They either had no clothes or homes to protect them from the sun. Even after conquering a major part of the then-inhabited world, Zulkarnain had lost none of his humility. He gave the entire credit of his feats to the blessings of Allah. So a great ruler or leader is careful of the safety of his subjects. He did not take this amana from Allah for granted and he travelled around to know what is happening to his people in his kingdom. Then on his third course, Zulkarnain reached a pass between two mountains. He found a tribe of people who could not understand his language. What it probably means here is that they were cut off from civilization, so they had their own way of communicating with each other. They pleaded to the king to build a wall to block off the people of Gog and Magog, who were spreading corruption throughout the land. The tribe wanted to pay the king to help them erect a barrier. Being a pious ruler, Zulkarnain responded, What my lord has provided for me is far better. So he did not ask for anything in exchange for his help. Instead, he asked the tribe to supply their own people for the task. The Quran says blocks of iron and molten copper were used to erect the iron wall, which the enemies could neither scale nor tunnel through it. The iron wall closed the gap between the mountains and Gog and Magog did not trouble the mountain people again. After building the iron wall, Zulkarnain said, This is a mercy from my lord, but when the promise of my lord comes to pass, he will level it to the ground, and my lord's promise is ever true. In this parable, we learn that true believers always remain humble even after performing a great feat. The lesson to be learned from this story is that power is also a gift from our law, and to those whom he gives power, he tests them by doing so. Some people may get drunk on power and become disrespectful of others, like for example, the most ruthless ruler, Firaun. When people have the power to abuse or oppress, they can lose control of their senses, much like someone who is intoxicated. So Zulkarnain 
clearly overcame the fitna of power by deferring to the code of justice established by Allah, the Al-Adil, or the Chas. So, the way to deal with the fitna of power is to have sincerity in your deeds to Allah, as it was mentioned in verse 103 to 104. Say, O Prophet, shall we inform you of who will lose the most deeds? They are those whose efforts are in vain in this worldly life, while they think they are doing good. There is also a doa in Surah Al-Imran, uh, verse 26, that you can recite praising Allah's infinite power. Say, O Lord, King of Kings, you give rulership to whom you will and take it away from whom you please. You raise up who you will and cast down whoever you will. All that is good lies in your hand. You have the power to will anything. So power creates ego and self-pride in a man. Abu Huraira reported, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the strong are not those who defeat people, rather the strong are those who defeat their ego. So a believer couldn't be an egoistic person. This story is a lesson to all powerful people whose power couldn't even reach to what Allah has given to Zulkarnain, and yet he was a humble soul and submissive to Allah for what he had. So personally, I can't really relate because I'm not a person of power. <laughs> but the first person I think of is Donald Trump and how he is, he is everything Zulkarnain is not. So Trump seems drunk on power and he thinks what he is doing is the best for America and the world. But I don't think anyone of us agrees, lah, right? <laughs> so, so I guess on the other end, as regular people with not much or no power, we should choose to be on the side of just and kind leaders so that we will not transgress into corruption or sin of unscrupulous leaders. Killing our ego is also another point that we can learn from. We can learn to use criticism constructively to kill our ego. So every time we make a mistake and repent and make amends, we are killing our ego. So especially for us ladies, uh, every time we think back and like scold ourselves, like why did we proceed about this person or... Vain, have vain talk about some other people, we are somehow killing our ego. So that is the first step to take. Lah. Yeah. Thanks, Mirta. On this note, Sheikh Yasi Kadi also mentioned that our Prophet warned us to be careful when it comes to power and taught us never to be in charge of others. That's because if you want to be in charge of others, Allah will leave you alone. Whereas if others ask you to be in charge and you want and want you to be in charge then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you. The system of Islamic government and the whole concept of Islamic political science is, is very different from the Western concept. So um like a true army will never will never uh stand up and say vote for me, I'm the best candidate, which is like I mean voting now is like everywhere around this world, right? And like in Islamic terms uh, there's no such thing as voting lah. And another such, uh, I mean, another warning that that uh, that is related to this is that the Prophet us from entering the palaces of emperors, uh, from the doors of rulers. This is because uh, flirting with power and being involved with powers uh, infiltrates a person's mind. So like I was thinking about it, how how why like I was so shocked because like it's just it's just the it's just the Sultan's court, right? It's just the king's castle, why can't we enter it, like, we have a chance to enter it, but then I realised that I mean, the more I think about it, the more like a place of power, you tend to you tend to feel it 
uh, yourself. I mean, not that I've been in before lah. But if you put in the place, you you go, uh, you go to a castle and then after that you want you 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 are in the presence of a sultan. You probably feel like which I'm you are so special and you're just up there. And then this kind of feeling, this kind of ego will be inflated. Like one, your ego will be so inflated, and then you bring it up through, towards the outside world, and then it's just not great. It's just not good. So yeah, that's what I learned in some of my reflection points. So um yeah, what what about uh Nadia? Do you want to share with us your reflection? Okay, so after hearing your uh share Yasser's um video, I was quite surprised that um you don't put yourself forward as a leader, but instead you should suggest other people to be a leader. Because all this while, you know, you've been taught Xinjiang, you should go and try to achieve what you want, and at some point of your life you want to be at a like a managerial position or leading a team so i didn't realize that it should be coming from other people suggesting or you also suggesting other people instead of you putting of course that you have to work hard and all that but i think it if you really deserve the position people should be supportive and be the one suggesting so yeah i i didn't realize that um because all this while i thought like oh you should just work for yourself and you know prove yourself to be a good leader But the idea of the day is actually if you follow um, according to this surah, it's that it's better that other people suggest instead of you suggesting yourself. Thanks, Nat. I agree. I, at at work, I do help to look after some people, and it's it's not easy because like each of them will come with complaints about so and so, and then or like just some things that's not being fair. So it's really it. It boils down to what are you going to do about it. Are you going to brush it off or are you going to step up and really help that person? Now, it's, it's really not easy to deal with people. So, so I think like the qualities of rulers, they really need to be, you need to be hundred lah, hundred percent good. When you are just good through and through, people will see through lah. And like like um, how Sheikh say this uh about uh the caliphate, uh when they were trying to. When they're trying to elect a caliphate, and then Abu Bakar and uh, Umar ibn Al Khattab would just point to each other and say, "He's better than me. He's better than me." And then they let the people decide, lah. Eventually, uh, it kind of shows you how humble they are, and I think they are figures that we should look up to and always also. Uh, what about you, Ain? You're gonna have to go. What I took away from Mirta sharing is that Zulkarnain was given a lot of um. The blessings of a lot of abilities, the power and the knowledge, ah, to apply. So let's say to you know to do up the yeah the iron wall. So to apply this right for myself, so I may have the knowledge lah, ha. <laughs> in to I mean, because I'm working in a school environment, right? And I mean the ICT department. So I think uh I become one of those people who who. Whom they approach to lah, the first person to whom they approach to. So sometimes I get annoyed, <laughs> cause it's it's something very simple and something that they can solve. But you know I forget that you know I'm whatever I knowing and whatever knowledge I have, I should be helping people lah. <laughs> yeah, so I think ah uh, I don't have that humility yet lah. I need to learn more from Zulkarnay to to know that you know I'm I'm doing a good part and what I'm doing is helping um my 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 school. So uh, I think with this I learned that I should be more giving ah uh, to help those who are in need, even though it's something very small or very minor. 
I should at least persevere and you know, uh, still put a smile on my face and help what I can. Thanks, Ayn. I agree. I think um, at work, people will definitely look for you, especially when you know you work long enough and then you know the process is small. And then you can help but to feel annoyed because, hey, I, I learned this all by myself. Nobody helped me. So, like, you know, you want them to do the same thing. But actually, you don't know you can be the source of their, like, ease. Mm. So, yeah. Thanks, Ayn, for bringing up that point. I, I think that is really relatable and useful. Okay, what about Raf? For me, my takeaway has already been mentioned by the rest. But uh, I also want to add on that Having leadership, taking on a leadership role is not easy. Uh, it's a very heavy responsibility as you need to be, uh, you need to, um, you need to be just in your decisions and whatnot. And, and also, I think what's important when it comes to leadership is, of course, having the proper niat lah. I mean, if we, we want to become leader, you know, just for the power or for the, you know, or for the name, then, um, I guess it's not going to work out for you. So, uh, I I agree that being being leader, um, we have to be. How do I put it? I think we have to be elected um by others instead of us being uh, <laughs> ourselves uh, to be a leader. Because, I mean, we don't see you know we don't see our yes we don't see our shortfalls. So others are able to see, and then they can you know they can uh decide whether will we make a good leader or not. Yeah. So I was reading from this website, um, archive.islamonline.net. So basically, uh, when Zulkarnain reached the dwellings of the weak people, right, and they complained to him and told him about the two tribes of uh, Gog and Magog, uh, so he did not stand with his hands tied. Rather, he made up his mind and handled the issue seriously as a ruler and a great king. The final lesson to bear in mind is that the Quran directs us that Zulkarnain made use of the gifts that were given to him by Allah, the Quran says what means, Lo, we made him strong in the land and gave unto everything a road, and he followed a road. We all should never stay idle and do nothing. On the contrary, we should be clever and use the gifts of Allah to make life brighter and people happier. We should trust Allah but work to the best of our abilities. The Prophet, peace be up and blessings be upon him, taught us to trust Allah but work hard to do our best and leave the results in the hands of Allah and be sure that He will give us what we need. We should be good to believe that nothing is better than placing a smile on the lips of other people of our brothers and sisters. Offer many acts of sadaqah everywhere and help the oppressed. This is the main characteristics of a good ruler and every person. Nothing is better than helping the weak and the needy. It enables us to get closer to God. What we need is just to think and bear the lesson in mind. So, so in conclusion, it's just trying to tell us to to be um, of ease or benefit for others uh, while we're still on this earth and, and also uh, one of the sources of light to others. So we don't know whether, you know, when Allah sends us to help other people, it could be granting their du'as through us. So I think it's important that we also don't, like I say, don't stand idly by and just look at people and not, not want to help. So, um, speaking of leadership, I think um, the ideal quality that I I would like to see in a leader is uh, humility. Um, because I think humility is important. When you're a leader, you are dealing with two, you can be dealing with two spectrum of people. One of, uh, it could be like you're dealing with privileged people, you can be dealing with uh, underprivileged people. Whatever it is, you need to 
is a sense of humility lah. Apart from leading, you're also helping uh, your the people under you, right? So yeah, I think it's really important. Uh, what about you guys? Let's throw out one quality of a leader uh, from each one of us. Let's start with Ain. Uh, I think someone who is on top of humility, I think a just person who doesn't jump to conclusions lah. I mean like really calm, calm, collected and just. <laughs> So you know, get this um, get the story behind everything before deducing the action to be taken, and uh, to make sure that you know everything is in the best of everyone's interest, lah. Alright, thanks, Ain. Okay, uh, what about Marissa? Okay, I would want a leader who is unconditional, like uh, if they treat everybody the same regardless of their situation. Like there is not biased to any person or throw in favors for any person. Yeah, unconditional. Okay, thanks, Mita. What about uh, Nadia? Um, somebody who is fair and who always like if there's a conflict or anything, you always listen to both sides. And even if you listen to both sides, you don't side with anyone. You try to solve it. Um, by being fair. Uh, like yeah, you don't side anybody and you try to be rational about it. Alright, thanks, Nat. Lastly, uh, Raf, have a go. Okay, for me, um, servant leadership, someone who, basically a leader who, who wants to serve, uh, putting the people first and, and allowing them to grow uh, as much po- as possible. Alright, thanks, Raf. So that uh, wraps up our, our CAF uh, series for the past four weeks. So just, just to give a quick conclusion for Surah Al-Kaf, uh, Allah sends down uh, the Quran in like stories, laws, and then also through fear motivation. So I think Surah Al-Kaf is a mixture of stories and fear motivation because he realizes that his creation, which is us, uh, we learn through two things, which is fear motivation and also through stories. We relate better to stories because instead of why you can't do this, I think when you have a story, you see, oh, okay, this is why you cannot do this because this will happen. So I think it's more, it's easy on the mind. And also he has a uh, fear motivation throughout Quran when he says, uh, those who reject him uh, will be punished. Uh, but yet, because Allah is so merciful, he also puts in the Quran that, that there are rewards and promises and that he doesn't want us to live on a pessimistic note. Um, and not saying that everything is all punishment, punishment. There are uh, there are verses that says what are the rewards and uh, what he promises. So um, at the end of the day, I think from the entire Surah Al-Kaf and the story and the parables, what I'm getting is um, that we not only have to multiply our good deeds, but we have to ensure that it is being done with good quality. Because um, Sheikh, yes. Uh, mentions that uh, after a while we will reach a point where we cannot increase our actions. How many Jews a day can we complete and how many days can we fast? How, ma- how much charity can we give? We still need to go on with our daily lives, right? So there's only a limited amount of times that we can set aside to read the Quran, to, to do good. So that's where the quality comes in. We should also focus on the quality. So at the end of the day, when we do things, we have to make sure that it's uh, for the sake of Allah. So... Again, really important to uh, renew our intention and look through our intentions again. So that's it for us this week. If you like our content, follow us on Spotify, our Quran journey. We are also available on Instagram, also our Quran journey, where we post our Quran journaling and 
uh, do mini book reviews. Lastly, we're also opening up a book club uh, where we will discuss the books that we read, sometimes as references for our Tadabut. Please do join us if you love to read books or if you just want to share your reflections or you just want to read reflections to benefit from others. Um, we are on Telegram. Uh, you can click the link. It's on Instagram. All right. Thank you for listening. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.